Welcome to The Biggest Winner with David Hochberg. Welcome to The Biggest Winners Podcast. My name is David Hochberg. I am your host, and we have a real estate attorney, David Schluter, on the line, and um, doing a ton of purchase transactions within the past couple of months, Dave. I think people are, are have a much better feel for the economy, have a much better feel for the job, have a much better feel for real estate in general, because they see property values going up, and the people that own homes know that their home's worth more than it was three, four years ago. And people that are renting have been have been monitoring the market and have seen that home prices have gone up, so they're getting on it. And plus, you know, interest rates are, are inching up a little bit. They're still at historic lows, but you know, they're not at, at the three and a half percent that they once were a couple three years ago. But uh, you know, they're the high threes, low fours. But I think it's motivating people to get off the Schneid and, and start buying homes. And one of the the most important parts of a real estate purchase is the attorney review period. And I just wanted to bring on my good friend and trusted advisor, David Schluter, who is a real estate attorney and trust planning expert. If you're looking to do any trust planning work, any estate planning work, Dave is your guy. Dave, why don't you explain to our podcast listeners real briefly what the attorney review period is and what happens during that attorney review period? Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Smith go out and purchase a home. The realtor is going to have them make a written offer on a standard contract. The seller may reject the initial offer, but eventually, if they get the price right and the dates right and whether or not the patio furniture is going to stay, it does go to a contract. It gets initialed and circled back through the realtors, and at that point, both attorneys are hired at the time everybody has signed, both buyer and seller. So we are not hired during the price negotiations. But once that price goes hard, the buyer's attorney and seller's attorney do their job. We have a five-business-day period then to review the contract from beginning to end, checking for a whole different list of things for a buyer and checking for a whole different list of things for the seller. But Illinois is a pretty attorney-powerful state as far as our ability really to help our people and to be advocates. In, in surrounding states, people basically are without representation. They do have a realtor to help them get a price, but after that, they're really pretty much on their own. So under our practice here in the Illinois market, I have two things I can do. I can approve it outright and say it looks fine to me. At that point, we then move into the inspection period, which would then allow the buyer to go out and find out anything that they maybe didn't catch during their negotiations that if they found out they might not want to buy the property at that same price, or I can disapprove the contract for any reason other than the price. If my seller calls me and says, I think I undersold, that's not my problem. If a buyer calls and says, I think I paid too much, it's not my problem. That's the one thing they don't let the lawyers mess with, because you can imagine it would never end after a weekend of negotiations to have all the lawyers say, what do you mean, a house in Northbrook? No, that isn't 550. That should be 540. You know, it would never end. So that's the sacred cow that they don't let the lawyers mess with. Everything else is subject to our review, and I can uh, 
move into that now if you'd like, or if you have a follow-up question about that, that dynamic, um, I, can, I can give you some feedback. Or would you like me to go right into some things that, that I would review for a typical buyer? Well, you know, for a typical buyer, a lot of, I do want you to go into it, but a lot of it has to revolve around, you know, revolves around the home inspection, right? The items that are, are found on the home inspection, correct or no? Well, for a newbie, they might sit back and wait for that. But I've been doing this 31 years, and yeah. there are actually things in the contract that do get messed up by the agents or if the people especially are doing it on their own without agents. For example, if I've got a couple buying in Cook County, I'm going to look and see what they're offering for taxes because our taxes are very volatile in the Chicago area. Why is that relevant? Well, the seller is going to give that buyer money to pay the next bill that's coming out. And they're always a year behind in Illinois. And so if the seller is not aware of some things that I can find out about their own tax bill that's coming up, they may have a 30% jump coming next year. And if I don't do my job and look into that, I'm throwing my buyer under the bus. We have resources for the assessor to find out what the projected bill is in the coming year. Another real important one is if you're buying from an old person yeah. or a family who's lost a loved one. I was just going to mention that, Dave, because yeah. of the senior exemption, and that's key. You know, all all the podcast listeners out there, this this is very important. I'm glad Dave brought it up, and I didn't have to. Is that if you're buying from the senior exemption, Dave kicks in at sixty two. Is that the is that the age? So or? it's sixty five, and 65? it's got a twofold component. One is their sixty fifth birthday, but also. We have another one called a senior freeze that if they make in the household, everybody in the household, less than 55 k they also get it chopped down for future years as long as their income stays below that level every year. They have to prove it to the county every year. A substantial reduction for that. And it's a great thing, kind of like what they do for our veterans. Seniors are usually on fixed income, so you get a break automatically for being old, but also you get a break if you are making less than 55 k in the household. I had a closing yesterday, David, that was $7,000 is what they've been saving every year off their tax bill because they're senior and they're under uh, $55,000. Okay, Why now, am I bringing that up? Well, well and, and, and this is, and I, and I want to stress this, this is important to anybody looking to buy a home and David's going to explain why this is important. If you're buying a home from a senior whose tax bill in, in David's in David's uh, situation, a, a recent um, real life closed example, yesterday. you know, closed yesterday, seven thousand dollars less in real estate taxes because they were over sixty five or, or or met some type of income. If you're the new buyer and your realtor lists the taxes at what the elderly couple that was living in the home right. on the senior freeze was paying. What happens, Dave? Well, everybody's going to have a naive view about the taxes. If a seller's agent doesn't disclose and the seller's attorney, uh, the, the, the buyer's going to get jammed up because a year after its seasons, a year after the closing, the county has every right to go in and say, we don't know if the new buyer is 65, so they ramp it up to a more realistic amount where it catches up with the neighbors, and there's no negotiating on that. So what we're talking about is protecting the buyer on getting the right credit or have an escrow held back so that on a rainy day next summer when the bill comes out, I can go to the attorney and say, you know what, it actually still stayed low, or I could say, uh-oh, it went up, and then we tap that escrow. I do want to move off the tax issue, though, and the other thing is about contingencies. Many people believe that even though they need to sell their house, they don't want to tell their seller that because they don't want to lose it. They're in a bidding war. 
And so please do not let your agent tell you that even though you need to sell your house before you're by, don't let the agent whisper, don't worry, we can get you out of the deal through the mortgage. Lawyers have figured that out already, and in the form contract it says, if you really need to sell your house, you've got to come clean right now and make that part of your offer. Now, the downside of that for a buyer is that the seller is going to be able to continue to market it, even though it's under contract and even though they've had an inspection. But do not let an agent say, well, really, another thing they say is, don't worry, I'll sell your house. Well, you never know because there could be damage to the house that happens or unforeseen mold or something on the house you're selling. And if the agent says, no worries, don't bring up that about you needing to sell. I'm telling everybody now through WGN, if you really need, if you can't carry two homes, you've got to do the right thing and make the offer contingent. You don't want to roll the dice. But by all means, don't take the wrong advice that you can get the lender to get you out of the deal. Because right in the contract it says... Not selling the house is not a valid reason for mortgage financing. And 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 one other important thing, going back to the senior exemption, Dave. Yeah. On your seven thousand dollar example, okay. Yeah. Let's just keep it simple, stupid, and say that it was seventy two hundred dollars because that's right. six hundred dollars a month. Right. That six hundred dollars a month that the current seller wasn't paying, but the new buyer is going to pay. Yeah, so oh, yeah you, all day. So when yeah. you're going into a real estate transaction, you need to make sure you're represented by, by reputable individuals that can see through the fog, because sometimes realtors make mistakes. We, we just had it with a guy that works in the radio industry who went to buy a home, and we and we didn't do our due diligence on our, on our part by pulling in the... Actually, we pulled the tax bill, but we didn't catch it that it was a senior freeze. Right, right. You okay. pulled the bill, but it, you didn't know the background that it was really a deflated bill. Right, and and the realtor, you know, I'm not firing on the realtor, I'm just, I'm no. just stating the fact. The selling realtor listed the taxes as what the freeze was, and the right. taxes were, in our case, about $300 less. Well, to this individual, $300 a month... In, in an unstable industry like radio, he, he pulled the plug on the transaction, and now what we're doing is we're pulling all tax bills before the transaction. We're checking to see if there's senior exemptions on there. We're checking to see if there's any other type of of, of real estate um, breaks that the... Anomalies, right, right. exemptions. Because, you know, David, what will happen is you'll qualify them on a budget of 2100 a month, and it's supposed to be 2400 and they're not going to be happy because the end lender is going to write a nice letter saying... Dear Joe, you don't qualify. Please send us three thousand dollars. Yeah, the escrow is going to be short. Right, and and they were and they were not expecting that um, that right. extra three hundred dollars in our case, the and the extra almost six hundred dollars in your case. So, um, with, it, with the time we have, David, could I mention associations real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Go As ahead. The buyer's go attorney. It's kind of the bane of my existence because with the volume I have, I have to deal with numerous associations. But another time bomb for buyers is. It's actually a landmine. It's just, it's just unbelievable. Is you go into a building that is right, right for having a lot of big items fixed in the building that are going to be shoved onto all the owners, and we do a lot of digging on behalf of our buyers to make sure that that three eighty seven a month is not going to go to five eighty seven a month, and then they have another one called special assessments. And what those are, it's like going to church and they pass the offering plate. You got a twelve unit building with an elevator, and it's one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. They're going to slide under your door a ten thousand dollar bill saying yeah. you need to help buy the elevator. And those are the kind of things that can really 
jam up a buyer to the point where sometimes they have to sell a property because they don't have the ability to stay over what they call these special assessments. So another thing we do under attorney review is I fire out an extensive questionnaire to the association asking all the hard questions. Are there lawsuits? Is there money in the association? What's coming up in the next year or two? What's been done in previous years? Is the building maintained? You know, and so these are all things, in fact, we know you have one, David, right now going uh, with your great loan officer, Jose, where we finally just got an answer to litigation that's going on inside one of his customers' building. Luckily, we found out it's not going to be a big hit, but, you know, there could be things that happen where uh, people's budget can go through the roof, and, it, and if those questions could have been answered with a good attorney uh, who could have asked the questions, it's a major problem for the attorney because if someone calls me and says, hey, I had this other guy, he was kind of didn't know what he was doing, and now I got this bill for $4,000, we can find out if that information was readily available. There's really, uh, it's really kind of a time bomb uh, uh, for people who, who don't ask those questions. So from a buyer's point of view, David, attorney review, making sure those contingencies really are the way they are, those taxes, association. From a seller, what I'm mainly going to do is making sure that they don't have to get out of their house any earlier than they thought, and also making sure what they're being asked to leave in the property in the personal property. That's a big one for sellers. They're moving from Hoffman Estates to Northbrook, and they are going to take the washer and dryer to Northbrook. But the realtor checks washer and dryer, all of a sudden the walkthrough happens, and they've already removed it, and the buyer's saying to the seller, why'd you take our washer and dryer? And they go, we need it for our new house. So with sellers, I always go over, hey, here's when you got to move out. Here's when you're going to need to make your last mortgage payment. Here's the credits you're going to need to give, like that big tax credit. Ironically, a lot of sellers don't even realize they have to cough up one year's worth of taxes to the next buyer. Title insurance, survey, association, and all that. But that's a big one with that personal property where they, they have no idea. Because no, they're very hard to read. The contract's 13 pages long. The realtor slides it in front of you 8 o'clock in your driveway. And sure enough, there's that washer-dryer check down there, even though they're thinking in their head that they're taking it to their next house. So we help a lot of sellers out by reviewing those when we do our initial consultation. Great. How do people reach you, buddy? 630-285-5300. I always give a free consultation. If you want to call me before you go out and look to buy or you're about to call the realtor to list your property and you want to know what you should do about those issues, you can call. Also, my website is my last name, Schluter, S-C-H-L-U-E-T-E-R, lawoffice.com. We love to communicate with our clients. I have a great staff. We're here to help everybody. And, again, we really do care about our clients, and I'm hoping that anybody who hears this, even if you even have another attorney and you want to get a little second opinion on something, I don't mind talking to people about the stories. After 31 years, I've pretty much seen what the hot potatoes are, and I really appreciate the opportunity, David, to help your listeners. All right. Well, I appreciate you calling in. Um, if you want to reach me, 312-751-1333. Go to WGNDavid.com, and thanks for listening.